Welcome to Dash Chicago 60 Podcast. I am your host, Justin Jaywar. Sitting across from me via a Zoom video conference call is my wonderful co-host, Ron Visaman Russell. How's it going, Ron? Hey, I'm good, Jay. How you doing today, man? I am very safe and dry in my two second-story apartment. Ditto, How are you? Ditto for that. I am in my... Uh, single family home and I'm in a basement. And That's I'm dry. fantastic. That's dry. good. The floods didn't get us. Didn't get us, man. This past couple days in Chicago. But uh, if you are new to our show, we debate two topics. We have 10 minutes to get our points across. Then we have our quick hit segment and we finish it all off with the segment that you love to hate, the Jag Off of the Week. Now, Ron, you know what time it is. I know what it's time, time it is. It's time for... Podcast. Podcast. All right. Well, Ron, uh, we are about to get into a very, very important topic that has been all the rage, all on the news, non-COVID-19 related. And because, dear listeners and viewers... We believe that this topic is so important that we are going to, de- to devote both 10-minute segments to this particular topic. Here's how it's going to work. In the first 10-minute ten, ten segment, we are going to give you all of the facts of this particular topic of what's going on and what it's about. And in the second topic, we're going to get to our main question that Ron and I will debate. Now, what is that topic? Tonight, we are discussing the Ahmad Arbery case. And what has gone on with the unfortunate shooting and killing of Ahmad Arbery down in Georgia, in the uh, Satilla Shores, Georgia, near Brunswick, where he was from. Now, Ron, before we get to our main question, uh, which uh, <coughs> will be the, f- uh, the main basis of our conversation, a couple of things I think we can agree on right off the top of the show. Mm-hmm. Number one, we, I think we both are in agreement that Ahmad Arbery should not have died. Absolutely. He definitely should not be dead right now. No way. Absolutely. We, we definitely agree on that. Yes. That should not be the case. This man should be alive. Yes. And number two that I think we can agree on is that the two gentlemen who were involved in the shooting of Ahmad Arbery, who we will talk about here in a moment, that they are rightfully in jail at this current moment. Are we yes. in agreement there? Absolutely. Excellent. Definitely okay. agree with that. All right. So now we know what we're in agreement with. But there is a major talking point about this case, and we are going to discuss it tonight. And that question is, Ron, was this a racial hate crime or was this vigilantism gone bad? Mm. We're going to get into it right now. All right, Ron, let's get this segment going. You start off. The clock is ticking. Let's go. Okay. I'm on our Barry. I mean, this, this guy, this young man loved to run. He's a standout, former standout, uh, football player in high school. This guy is taking a jog. He's not in his neighborhood. He's 15 minutes away, but he's just taking a jog. This man is basically run down by two men in a truck they attack him. He doesn't know why. Maybe they say something to him because we don't know. We, we can't hear the audio. But this man is fighting for his life, uh, accused of stealing something, which there's no proof of any theft at all. 
and his life was taken because of a mistaken identity. That's not right. I mean, this man and, and to, to find out about this two months after the fact due to the pandemic, I think it is absolutely mind blowing that in 2020, 2020, that we're still having black people lives taken in a manner that is just un, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, I, I'm saddened by it. This guy, I mean, he's a college graduate. His birthday just passed. Um, it's, 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 really, it's, it's really sad to, to make a long story short, but we're definitely going to uncover some things today. It's a little difficult to, to discuss this. It's a lot of different opinions, uh, but I definitely believe that this young man should still have his life right now. Uh, I don't think it's fair. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't think he should be dead at this current moment. So, yeah, so we've got the, the major player, Ahmad Arbery, as you have described, a former... Uh, high school football player, like to run all that stuff. The other two gentlemen who were, who you described as uh, tracking him down in a pickup truck were Gregory and Travis McMichael, a father and son. Gregory, age 64, is the father. He was a former um, uh, district attorney investigator in the Georgia County down there, as well as a uh, detective uh, for many years. So he has police experience. He was a police officer, basically. Um, and then his son, Travis McMichael, uh, they were both involved. They were the two gentlemen who believed that they had seen Ahmad Arbery uh, running from, you know, running down their neighborhood. I uh, thought that he was a suspect in previous burglaries and other, you know, reports of people trespassing and things like that. So it uh, seems that they took it upon themselves to grab a few of their guns, get in their pickup truck, uh, follow him as he was on his jog, stop in the middle of the road. And then as Ahmad was trying to run around their truck, you know, they had their guns brandished on their hips and uh, um, there was a, a, you know, a tussle that ensued. And then uh, Travis McMichael dislodged his shotgun twice, shooting Ahmad in the hand and then in the chest, which ultimately led to Ahmad Arbery's demise where he fell on the street and died on the spot there. So, you know, it's, it's that, that, that's a tragic scene to want to have to picture and present to folks, but that is... What happened? Um, the only other, the only other major players here are, you know, the district attorney. The district attorney, absolutely. Where, and you know, they sat on this for two months. They sat on it way too long, Justin. We've had four prosecutors now. Two of them recused themselves, and finally, we have someone who's going to actually get some work done here. Well, they, yeah, and they and the reason why they recuse themselves is they've had some prior existence yep. with Ahmad or or his son. Or his son, uh, and Gregory also uh, a few years uh, before had run in with Ahmad Arbery before in some sort yes. of an altercation. So he he knew this this uh, young man, you know, to a certain extent. To I mean, a, you, you know, to, he, to, was, to he had met him degree. before. Yes. You know, it's not like he was tracking him or anything. But you know, now, um, you know, we've gotten into what happened, and there's video footage that people can go out and see. Mm -hmm. There's also now, now why is this a major issue, Ron? It's because in Georgia, there is a law that says that you can make a citizen's arrest. If you are in witness of a crime being committed, correct, particularly a felony, a felony being committed. And you have to be there. You have to witness <laughs> it and see it. Okay. And then you can, with the proper necessary force, uh, you know, uh, uh, take into custody right. the suspect until police 
enforcement arrives to take over the situation and make things they're safe. They now, did. The big, they didn't do any of those three items, Justin. <laughs> that is that is the they, main crux they're of for the three. issue. They're zero for three, man. They yeah, they're zero for three. They 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 were in their homes. They did not see the <laughs> crime committed. It. There's there's question that if a crime was even committed. Because one of the other big things, of course, Ron, not only the footage of the shooting, but there's video surveillance of the house in question. Uh, the owner, whose name is Larry English, he's mm-hmm. got a house under construction. And there's video surveillance of Ahmad going inside. I've watched all these videos. He was in there for about four minutes. And then there was a neighbor that came out and made a call to the police saying there's a you know man in this house. He's now running down the street, right. which is a bit odd. Why would you just say, well, there's a black man running down the street? That's not necessarily a crime. That's not a crime. Uh, by any means. But now there's even more video surveillance that's come out in the past few days where more people have been seen Boom. in the house. And Larry English has made calls to the police saying, hey, people are coming into my home. Um, now, the big thing, Ron, is, as you know, mm-hmm. nothing was taken from nothing this house. Nothing was taken. Nothing was taken. Nothing. So, if anything, his crime would be maybe trespassing. Maybe. If that. If that, which is a minor misdemeanor. Minor. Which it's a misdemeanor. Maybe is a fine. Maybe, maybe some there's a fine. service. You know what that's not like? That. Because when it's video surveillance showing that multiple people walk through that home, you know what that means? That's like a smack on the wrist. That's like, hey, you know what? This is trespassing. Do not come back into this home without permission, so on and so forth. And like people Boom. are curious when abandoned homes, right? Like you, you know, I've never yes. done it, but but some people are naturally curious and want to see what's going on. Yeah, and it looks like this was the case with Ahmad from the video footage. You, it's very quick, but you know, it, if the owner says nothing was taken, so you exactly, know. no harm, no foul, but a man was harmed deadly. You know, correct. Yeah, and they also found... Now, here's a big thing, Ron, that just came out. There are apparently some text messages that went back and forth. So Larry English called the police, and then the police told Larry, hey, there's this former police detective, uh, Gregory McMichael. He lives in your neighborhood. Feel free to reach out to him if you get any more people roaming roaming through your property. And it seems that maybe the police exchanged some text messages with the McMichaels, kind of deputizing them to do this. Now, that's kind of concerning to me. I don't know if that's on the books as a law in Georgia or not. I haven't found anything about that. But, you know, it's it's an interesting conundrum where these gentlemen just maybe thought that they had the right to go after people. Uh, but they didn't seem to go after anybody else. So it's very odd. They didn't go after anybody else. And, yeah, it's odd. But is it really odd? I mean, we'll address that oddness in the next segment because... It's really not that odd once you when, once you look at this case really closely. I mean, it's 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 right there in your face. I don't really think we have to look any further. I think what they need to do is investigate that sheriff office or wherever that that they need to go there first because once the video went viral after two days, these two men were arrested for two months. They were hanging out with their families, living a life while another family was just suffering, heartbroken over the death of their loved one for no reason. So, right. yeah. And, and Ron, of course, they were claiming that there had been other burglaries and whatnot, but upon our research, we found what? We found out it was only one actual case where back in January when there was a gun stolen out of a car and it's in the front the of the actual car. victims. Yes, the victims. The McMichael's car. So can y'all <laughs> you know. stop, like, 
stay out of the contact with the police, man. You calling the police, you you hanging out with the police, you supposed to be police. You retire police. Your son, you I got need a, a police. You got a gun in your car that is easily stolen. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yes. And, you know, so obviously the main issue here is, you know, were they deputized? Did they have the right to just get guns? I mean, they got they got guns and went in their truck and chased after this guy. You know, they didn't really go about it in the right way at all, which we'll talk about in this next segment. But it's now prompted a huge question, which we're about to get into, to the point where Ahmad Arbery's family is calling this a lynching. Yes. That's very strong words there. And, um, hey, it looked like a lynching to me. A man, a black man being chased down. Dude, it's, hey. That is a very scary, it's very difficult to watch that because I'm sure a lot of people growing up, a lot of older people uh, growing up in Joe, uh, Jim Crow era, um, I know that is just something that just, it, it just reminds them of that. He was, he, they were in a truck, two guns, two guys, one black guy, they, they chased him down and he got killed. Sound like yeah. a lynching to me, man. He just didn't get put up, uh, hung up on a, on a tree. Well, the McMichaels are saying that they did it in self-defense. And that is where we're going to have to leave segment one. That is all of the major facts that we need to discuss. Now, before we get into the main question of this podcast and of this case, let's get a quick message from one of our sponsors. Windows. Hey, are you wondering what it's like to be outside again? Do you miss what trees look like or watching random fit people just jogging around all over the place or watching when cars make a U-turn in your driveway because they probably got lost and have no idea where they are? Do you like looking at squirrels and other critters roaming around outside, watching the flowers bloom, the trees sprouting new leaves as the springtime comes upon us? But now you just aren't sure if you have the capacity to drag yourself out of your house during this pandemic? And you might be sort of afraid that Mayor Lori Lightfoot might come and snatch you up if you're not wearing your mask. Windows, we're here. We'll let you see the outside. All right. Thank you very much, Windows. We thank you for your sponsorship. Now, you, I'm looking out mad right now. Windows. That's right. I'm looking out. It's, it's pitch black at the moment as we're recording this. But um, now... Ron, let's get into segment number two. Now, segment number two, let's start out with the main question, Ron, and I throw this to you. You got into it a little bit in the last segment, but is this a case of racial hatred of an actual lynching, or is this vigilantism gone bad? Okay, I have looked at this case of... Um been really studying it um, since I found out about it. My first reaction was definitely uh, racial. Um, I wanted to give myself a chance to kind of like let more information come out to look at everything clearly. And I still agree that it's a racial crime. I feel that it's a racial crime. I don't feel that it's, I mean, yeah, it's easy to say it's a vigilante uh, situation gone bad, but I'm gonna still say, I mean, you can say it's both of them. You know, you can just round it up into one. Um, 
I guess if someone make a hate, a racial crime to kill someone, you know, it's, you can almost say that they on some vigilante stuff anyway, you know, even though they're not trying to um, save the day or uh, um, apprehend somebody that did something illegal. They don't even know that for a fact. They actually killed this man. Well, it's self-defense, but they went after him under the assumption that he's stolen something. But he didn't. I mean, we see the footage. He didn't take anything. The owner said nothing was stolen. So these guys are either really bad at their jobs. One, the father, the son was not even a uh, police officer. The father was, but he's retired. He no longer does that. So I get, you know, Georgia has a um, citizen's arrest law, but they didn't act upon the law. They, they didn't follow what they were supposed to follow. They could have, those two guys, I mean, they probably could have, Grabbed him, held him down, waited for other police to come. But instead, they he fought for the gun like anybody else would. And at that point, that's when they say it's self-defense because he grabbed the gun. What are you supposed to do? Just stand there and let somebody just shoot him? Of course he's gonna grab the gun. He was handling the son too. The son was kinda he was he he was throwing them them he's throwing them dynamites at him. And the son was kinda like the, the father had to help him. So I just think that. I think it's a racially driven crime. Like someone calls, it's a black man running down the street. You know, it's all right. Yeah, it's true. But he's jogging. It's, he has history of, of, of jogging. Like you said, he was a standout uh, back in high school playing football. So he likes to stay in shape. You know, he's just running. He went inside a place uh, just to look around like other people did. And he probably was on his way back home. And sure enough, he never got a chance to make it. Right. Yeah, I, I get I get what you're saying. I am I mean, I'm not happy at all with the situation, but some of the evidence that has come out, particularly recently of these text messages going back and forth, if they if the police did end up deputizing them to look into the matters of this gentleman's house and whatnot, you know, it's hard to put yourself in the mind of someone else and their intent of going after someone. And if you and I'm not entirely certain if the McMichaels knew, per se, um, anything. Be I mean, it's it's this is all hearsay at this point as to what what they were thinking and all that. They see a black guy running down. Apparently, they were thinking that he was a suspect in other crimes and things like that. So they they go after him. Now, if you've been deputized and if you've been told, hey go after them and you Justin, know the law just, it's possible ha, ha, that maybe they're just like well let's just go you know go get this guy and see what's going on and and all that but Justin, have they what were they deputized what were they deputized were both the of text, them the text messages between the police and them are saying hey if uh, they'd say this to the homeowner reach out to these gentlemen they can help you look into anything and they were given some sort of permission to and and some sort of minor authority to to go after and, and do that under the citizens uh, arrest law that exists in Georgia on the books today. So it's like you know, that's some, do they do they really man? That's, are they really just going after him because he's a black guy, or is it because he fit the description of somebody who they thought was a criminal? The problem with that, you know, the problem with that is. There weren't a ton of other burglaries in the area. It was just a lot of people going into this this home. Exactly, like. they have they haven't had a burglary. Um, um, you know, no one caught on a burglary since since January. So all of a sudden, this black guy running down. You know, and you got some guys that's overzealous. 
they want to prove a point. I just don't. I mean, you cannot kill someone over some property, man. You 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 just can't. Like it ain't like the dude. Even, the question is, would would he have died if he had not okay. fought with? Now here's the thing: having a shotgun and guns and stuff seems a little. Silly yeah, but you know what? Me, they but. got their guns. You can have guns down south. We know how they are with their guns. So right, they right. got guns. But if he had a TV on his back, you still can't shoot him. No, you can't shoot him. Period. But did, but did the shooting only occur because there was a tussle and he was afraid that if Ahmad already gets the gun, he would be shot. This is another thing to consider. Hey, did yeah. He, did, it, was it, was it, you know, was it... Here's the thing, man. Like, I, I, having watched the footage, I'm not seeing somebody as the as Ahmad Arbery is running them like shooting him from behind or like taking aim to shoot at him or anything. We don't. I'm mean, unfortunately we can't. the The footage is a little scrambled, so you can't see everything, and it's it's hard for me because look, this there's major implications here versus felony murder and like um, manslaughter, and it it depends how long these men are going to be in jail yeah. so it is a matter of import now the problem is as we said at the top of this episode it's very unfortunate that Ahmad Arbery lost his life and he shouldn't have in general at all Facts. but as you've stated Georgians and people in the south they got guns they take their guns out I mean look I, I see these two white guys they aren't going to be able to chase down a former <laughs> high school football player and you know make a citizens there's no way they're going to they're going to catch him you know it's just impossible so you know, that's why they, that's why I guess why they bring their guns also to kind of give a threat of like, hey, you have to stay here. The, Dude, there's not enough audio. It's just, it's just, no, uh, it wasn't done well. It was that's not for that damn well. sure. Like, you know, this, this guy, this guy is a, well, he's a life, lifetime, you know, lifelong uh, law enforcement guy. Dude, that former detective was an he, investigator for district dude, attorney's office. He, this is, I mean, this is some of the worst police police work I've ever seen. I mean, this is terrible. I mean, so, all right, a guy's running down the street, okay? Y'all in y'all trucks, y'all see him. Let me ask you a question, Justin. Do you think, do you think these guys could have actually gotten out of the car without the guns and approached him in that manner? Because you know what? I feel like... If no, they no. They, they should have... If anything, they should have driven by him and been like, hey, were you in that house? There's so many other things they could have done my in a point much is, better fashion my point is, than what they did. No guns. Like, those two guys could have... Like, okay, all right. They could have rolled up and, and, and you know, said, well, hey... They also, they also kind of lied on their statement where they said that they pulled up next to him and in the video, clearly they're in the middle of the road. Wait, so, wasn't it... Wait, didn't somebody lie at first and said that he was shot because he was caught stealing? Wasn't that they, the they, first? They thought that they thought that yes, because somebody made a call <laughs> saying that, and they they had thought that he fit the description of of the people, other burglaries, and of course the only other burglary was of their truck with a gun in their car. Yeah. So you know, one could assume maybe they thought this guy had a weapon. They thought Ahmad may have had a weapon on him. Hey but man, he was wearing a t-shirt. Dude, and shorts. he had a t-shirt and cargo shorts. Who in the hell is jogging with a burner on him? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> I mean, I know, I know again, it's impossible answer. to say. But it's it's just a matter of you know, and more facts will come out, and, and we may talk about this again when more facts come out. But at least as it stands today, is there again in some cases not necessarily what the truth is? What you can prove? What yeah, you that's can prove yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you prove this is a racial hate crime? Yeah. And, and as Ahmad Ar- Arbery's father says, a lynching. Right. I mean, I don't know if I see 
They may not it's, prove I, that. I, I, I want to reserve a lynching for like when it's seriously that way. And I know, I know where you're coming from. And I, and I see that I don't, I'm just cautious until some more evidence comes out. And now if these text messages were true saying that justice, you know, the, 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 the Georgia police were like, Hey, you know, look into these. If this guy calls you, you know, maybe they just thought, Oh, well, Hey, we'll, we'll just pick it up where I left off and, and things like that. But it That's definitely fair. stinks. That, it That's definitely fair. stinks. I'm I'm definitely not an attorney. Your your father is one. That but, is true. But um, looking at the looking at the footage, that ain't no manslaughter to me. I mean, it he doesn't, yeah, he it's... deliberately shot him. Okay, so just look at it. He's trying to protect his son now. So he was shooting to kill, man. He was shooting to kill. So the minute I just don't understand. So the minute. Armand put his hand on a gun. Now he's in the line of fire. Now it's okay because we also he, we also don't have audio of what was really right. said either. So it's and I think that's to yeah, it's said, impossible to know what was said. Made Ahmad go and attack him. We, we're unfortunately we just don't know, and um, hopefully more evidence comes out. But you know, it just seems hey, to me. But even if Armand, even if he attacked first, it's got to be equal. The force has to be equal. If someone punches you, you just can't shoot them. You can't. That's not so, dude. Hey, man, it's an open shut case to me, man. Them boys need to go sit down for a while. They might not get hit with some some lynching type shit, which is fine. But they need to be put away with some murder one, man. Definitely. Well, the DOJ of the United States may look into this as a racial yep. hate crime, and they are currently uh, sitting on their asses, having a hard think. Yeah. That is unfortunately where we're going to have to leave it until the next time where we bring this back for another topic. Yeah. Uh, that is it for it. this topic. Uh, it'd be really like good. that. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be like that. that. Really good conversation on that. Uh, you know, it's, it is a tough question, and unfortunately Sorry. right now there is a lot of evidence for both cases. So, yeah. you know, yeah. it is still unclear what it is, and we hope that it comes to a resolution very, very quickly. Um, and our condolences, condolences to, to the Arbery family, definitely. Yes, and anybody connected with him, uh, again, we as we said, we are in agreement. He should not be dead right now. We're sorry to have that be the case. Um, now, with that, Ron, before we move into our quick hits segment, let's have quick another hits. quick. Let's have another quick word from one of our sponsors, Podbean. Podbean is a podcast publishing and monetization service providing free and premium hosting packages for individuals and businesses. Podbean offers a user-friendly interface that integrates publishing, management, syndication, and analysis tools into an easy-to-use podcasting package. A web-based system, Podbean allows users to publish, manage, and promote podcasts in a point-and-click, blog-like environment requiring minimal technical knowledge. Podbean's share and embed tools make it easy for publishers to integrate podcasts into their own websites, blogs, and social networks, which include Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, WordPress, and many more. We here at JNR Media and the Chicago 60 love utilizing the easy interface, robust reporting, and integration plugins that allow us to continue bringing you the best content about Chicago and anything we think is worthy of note. And it's because of Podbean that we can do so. You can easily get started with their free basic podcaster service or migrate your way up to their business level product, allowing you to have multiple shows, a patron program, and advertising, all while being able to bring even more content to your fan base. 
Does Chicago 60 trust Podbean to bring you our content so you should trust it as well? Podbean, the best place to get your voice on the airwaves. Now, Ron, it is time for quick hits. All right, let's get into this. We have a bunch of interesting ones. All right, uh, Ron, you have the first topic. Let's go ahead. Okay, worker protection law is going to be like pushed back. Yes. So yeah, uh, it, it you know there's a, so so Ron, there was a law that came out. Uh, so so people who are now either furloughed or out of a job because of the pandemic, uh, you know, people in hospitality, bartenders, things like that, they, there's a big issue where they just don't get their schedules. Out. You know, some people get their schedules like two, three days before they have to go into work, things like right. this. It makes life difficult, hard to plan your life, things like mm-hmm. this, you know? So they, the Chicago, we came out with a new law where we were saying, hey, employers, and both you and I have been in that type of industry yes. and have dealt with that. So it does make it hard to plan your life when you're getting stuff last minute, they said, hey, employers, you need to give at least two weeks notice of what people's schedules are going to be. Well, because of good old COVID-19, they have decided to delay that portion of the law thus far. Mm. Mm. So, you know, there's not a lot of people working, I guess, but that's that problem right there. How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, it's tough, you know, um, is I'm sure it's it's uh, frustrating and something that is kind of difficult. You know, people would like to have more of a uh, heads up, so if they can't do the the two weeks. You know, maybe uh, I mean because business owners, you know, they need the employees. You know, um, employees need uh, their jobs. Somehow, these employees and these business owners they need to work something out with their employees. So if they they're not able to let them know, like give them a two week schedule ahead of time. Hopefully they can do something like, hey, you know, a few days in advance. I mean, yeah, people are at home, but people got issues going on, man. Like, yeah, you know, anybody can get sick at one point. I mean, just because we're not able to uh, go out and about like we want to, you know, due to the shelter in place, it doesn't mean that people don't have issues going on. And I think everyone needs a little, little heads, little, little heads up. Yes, agreed. Quick hit. Quick. Uh, so there's a, a new so in Poland there's a nationalist government in place right now and they have implemented or allowed for certain cities and counties to implement free zones of L, of the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. which means that no people of that community can be in certain areas of that city or things like this so a little bit of a racial and like ethnic hate there now why it matters to us is because one of the towns in Poland is has a sister city of Tinley Park. So they've been asking Tinley Park residents to speak out about this. How do you feel about that? Hey, Tinley Park needs to speak up, man. Like, uh, we, hey, everybody need love, man. Everybody needs to be able to go and live where they can, and they shouldn't have to be in some damn zone. Like, that's crazy. So I hope that, you know, the, 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 sister, the sister city in Tinley Park, I hope they do uh, support um, those individuals over there because they definitely need it. So if they're reaching out to the U.S., you know, hey, the U.S. is kind of failing right now. At least we can kind of like step up in the regard, you know, to, to help some some individuals out. I think this is kind of, this is crazy, man. Yeah, not happy with my 
motherland people as I'm half Polish. Not happy with Poland putting in such a such a situation like that. Everybody should have the right to go wherever they f- uh, ch- choose and feel free to go. Absolutely. And uh, that, that extends to all citizens of all nations. That should be a right everybody has. So not happy about that at not all. Not happy about that either. All right. Next, quick hit. I know what I'm happy about. I heard them Blue Angels was up in the sky last week. You know what I'm saying? Yes. They, they they looking out looking out for the for the for the for the frontliners. Yes, the real, I, yes. The real Blue Angels, the nurses and the blue scrubs, man. Like like that's right. Hey, I just don't like them running into uh, uh, hospitals like. <laughs> Somebody said it's like soldiers running into bullets, you know, nah, man, but I do appreciate those blue angels up there flying over the city, even though it's like all the 15 minutes. (laughs) Right, right. Also, Lori, that's right. Also, also Lori Lightfoot uh, condemned them for not practicing social distancing practices because they were so close in line. So exactly. Sorry, blue angels. You're not a good example at all. No. But yeah, glad glad for them though, definitely. Yes, yes. Quick hit, Ron. So there's a new law that Chicago's trying to implement where they're going to allow you to see where your money is going for deliveries. So like Uber Eats, Grubhub, they're charging an arm and a leg for deliveries. Yep. And you're they're not you know, restaurants are having to foot the bill for that. So now yep. on the receipt, they're gonna ask these places to show you how much money is going to them and how much money is going to the restaurant. And this might be why some people are paying, why we're paying exorbitant fees and paying so much for food in some cases, particularly now when, you know, delivery is kind of a big deal for how people make money and restaurants. Yes, dude, I am all over this. Show me my damn money because we actually stop ordering through um, Grubhub and Caviar and everything. We actually started back ordering through the actual restaurants because the surcharges, man. It's crazy. Like you're paying like ten, twelve dollars more than what your actual meal is. So, dude, that that can really piss somebody off once you go back and adding up all the times you order food. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. So I'm glad that they finally have uh, gotten that under control. Cause yeah, we um we had a rude awakening um a few months back. Yeah, this may this may change how those delivery services do their fees, and yes, I mean, sir. I would I would tip more if I didn't have to pay so much in delivery charge. That's what I'm saying, they, dude. I, I sometimes yes. assume that's already going to them, so I don't want to tip as much. But if yes. I if, that, if my tip is not going to them, and if that delivery <laughs> charge is not going to them, then I might tip more. You know what I'm saying? Dude, so it helps they, everybody ideally. They itemize line man, like straight up taxes, dude. It's so many lines of money. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So that's another crazy. quick. But now you see uh, Pritzker message to baseball, dude. Like, he actually was trying to get the baseball players to come on back because, you know, people miss their past. Some people miss their past time. But he was, right. he, he was getting on a case. But do you know, yeah. he the, you know who he apologized to? Yeah, I know. I just saw that he apologized. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny that J.B. Pritzker was like, hey, baseball players, just come back. We need, we need sports right now. After he was saying, like, we're going to be locked down, we're not going to be able to do anything anyway. And then he's just telling them, Oh, just take whatever the owners are asking and whatever pay cut, just take it. And now today he's like, well, you know, players deserve to be able to collectively bargain with their team owners. And he had to walk that shit back. I just think that's hilarious. He, he was trying back. to do something good, but he it's also contradicting himself. Back. It's yeah, ridiculous. I know. Yeah. Billionaires sometimes, you know, they, they, they put their foot in the mouth. They put their foot in their <laughs> mouth and they, you know, he goes, and he's he, got, he's got a hey, big foot cause he's a big he, guy. He's a big guy. He got some big pockets too. He was spending a little money. He's like, man, don't take that little money. Don't <laughs> take right. a little money. That's right. Just come back, please. Come we back. need we need to keep people in their homes. <laughs> Play <Hey>, baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. He's trying to have you watch baseball on TV. 
not yeah. me. Right, yeah, not I wouldn't be doing me. it either. No. But, you know, it is what it is. But uh, hopefully that all gets resolved very soon. Uh, another quick, quick hit. Hey, Ron, the, there's a Hamilton movie coming out, and it's going to come out on July 4th. How do you feel about that? I feel pretty good. You know, I went and saw Hamilton, and I thought it was pretty good, man. I thought it was good. I don't know how the movie gonna be. I don't know if I'm gonna go see the movie because I saw the actual theater. I don't know. Jay, right. What do you think? I mean, I saw it in theater also. I thought it was amazing how Lin Mel, uh, Lin, how, well, God, what is his name? Lin Manuel. Yes, thank you. Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> Jeez, I can't. But tongue tied here. Yeah. Uh, I thought well, how he was able to choreograph everything and do everything in the style of hip hop rap and then give like the entire cast is all people of color minorities and things like that i think that's phenomenal yeah. uh a movie coming out on july 4th that's very cool uh people will probably be streaming that but uh, you know i've already uh, i've seen it live as we say watch been there, done that. that is right quick hit all right, so there's another big thing that happened. So this one's kind of personal to me because I've been calling on these people for my nine to five. But oh, the oh. Chicago poetry. So here's uh -huh. a big thing. Look, we're creatives, we're artists, we're actors. We're you know yeah. some people are struggling to make ends meet right now. Facts. The Chicago Poetry Foundation uh, apparently has like a bunch of money that they're just sitting on. What? And people are yeah, people are like, hey, there are poets that are suffering right now. There are people who are in literature that are suffering right now. Can you give some of your money? Uh, to like and give some grant availability uh, to these people to, to you know to survive and the poetry foundation is like mm, nah dude that's bogus that's bogus hey y'all better share some of that wealth man at least yeah. have some 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 uh appetizers something let people oh uh, no we can't hang out damn yeah well, then apparently they're pass that money through yeah, their IRS filings say they have maybe like 213 million dollars in assets i feel what? like you should give up some of that dude yeah. yo that sound like all of those religious folks that uh, made all that money last year and did not donate any money to COVID-19 research. Yeah, yeah. Well, funny that you bring up religion, Ron, because quick, quick hit, quick hit, quick hit. Catholic churches in the Archdiocese of Chicago is trying to bring back small gatherings for religious uh, affiliations and things like that. We're both Catholic, so how do you feel about that? No. Absolutely not. Listen, yo, man, they just showed the news. It's people sick from going to church, man. It's like 100 and, what, 40, 180 people now sick. And the pastor was saying, he, he did the, he did the uh, iPhone emoji with the hands up like, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you cannot, we cannot congregate like that yet people we can't it's just it's just not safe man you got people that don't even know how to wear masks properly you can't have a bible study ron six feet apart everybody you want bible in the middle and everybody takes a turn reading come on you know what hey justin you know what i wish i wish i could agree with that but i don't I, people will let you down don't i say that all the time people will let you down man like i just said That's people true. don't even wear their masks properly like people got a mask on under their nose you just got your nose all exposed what's your nose do to you Oh How God, you gonna spite your nose? You gonna cut it off next? <laughs> well, Strong. here's another thing that might be spiting their nose. Another quick hit quick. is that Hero Pay is now over. Hero Pay oh. was when they were given essential workers at like grocery stores and like truck drivers and stuff extra pay, and now it all ended on uh, this past Saturday, uh, May 16th, which was my birthday, by the way. But I it all would. ended. Well, it's not a birthday gift I want to be giving to these people. I'd give them extended Hero Pay, to be honest with you. Yeah. But uh. I think give them some more money, yeah? I mean, they're they're making sure that we're able to do what we're doing. Yes. 
they're getting off the bus, they're coming in, they're the ones that's coming in every day. Frontliners, essential, call them what you want, but get them that bread, man. Don't just try to hit them off with this last 400 bucks, like, all right, thanks, and then they come back in and they back to their regular pay. It's not right. Y'all y'all good for it. Just just pay the people their money. It's, it's not that much. It's not, it's not that much. It's not crushing y'all, but it's helping them a lot. It's making them feel like they matter. They're the ones that's going in. Everybody else is at home. So get them a little bit. Just a yep. little bit. If possible, do it. They need it. And uh, last quick hit quick is DePaul hits. students. DePaul students have uh, are suing the university because their education has uh, gone down or wow. their education is not as good because of all the video conferencing and classrooms going online. Really? <laughs> Only in wow, Chicago. Wow, wow. Yeah. Wow. What a bunch of whiny babies. Oh, my God. Of course, the Paul University in Chicago, they're the only two people who who are doing this, and they're the only ones thus far in the country that have done this to any university. Only in Chicago, Ron. Only in. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just, it it just never ceases to amaze me. DePaul students, just, Just, come on. Just, just. Just, 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 just go with the flow, all right? Yes. Go with the go flow. We get with it. The flow. Going forward to the next semester, then we can go ahead and try to figure some stuff out. But hey, man, the school, deal with it. Yeah, deal with it. Even the school, the school, like, what do you want us to do? Like, we yeah, we they can't do anything. What, they, what can yeah. we do? Well, that's where we have to leave it, Ron. That was an edition of uh, quick, quick hits. Quick hits. All right. Now, Ron, it is time for our favorite segment of the podcast. It's time for the, the jag of, of the week. week. Now, Ron, you have the jag off of the week this week. Who is our jag off of the week? Yo, man. Takashi. Uh-oh. 6 Go. What did he do? What did he do? Well... He tried to donate some cash, around 200K. And they said, nah, we good, we straight. We don't want our children to have any type of influence with the likes of you. Ooh. I would say take the money under the table, but I'm like, I, I, I totally get how they scolded him. Takashi, you are a complete jagoff. You know you're what. a jagoff. Also, a he, he's, a, he's a rat. He's, he's a, rat. a singer. And he's, he's a not an R&B. He's a rat. And you know he you ratted are. out people. Man. He went to he jail. Now yeah, he's doing man. this with the monies. He's on the, he's on social media all, all day talking about talking smack and shit to everybody. He got that bag though. He got that man, he got that bag. <laughs> he did get the bag. He man, got the bag. He got but, the biggest bag around right now. Oof. But you know but what, dude? Hmm. You better keep your police buddies around you. Cause I know the minute you man. So many people uh, trying to get him. Yeah, that's you know why? Because he's a jagoff. All yeah. right, Takashi six nine, you are the jagoff of the yeah, week. Man. And Ron, with that segment concluding 
that's the end of our podcast. So man, it went too fast, man. I know. We <laughs> hope you all enjoyed listening to this version and episode of the Chicago 60 podcast. If you liked listening to what you heard here, please feel free to continue supporting us. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review Bye. and hit that subscribe Scram. button if you haven't already. Hey, we have a bunch of other stuff like comedy videos and things coming out. So you can go to our YouTube page at yes, Chicago sir. 60 and make sure to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell because we have comedy videos and short films and all kinds of stuff coming out on there as well. Absolutely. And we're on all of the other social medias. We're on an Instagram. We're on the Facebooks. We're on the Twitters. We're on all those things. So go all check that. us out over there. We will continue to bring you amazing content on all of them. So go help us out. And a Patreon account and our for special members is coming soon. So stay tuned for that. So thank you very much, everybody, for listening. And Ron, we have to end every episode with our favorite phrase of all time, and that is, of course, on the count of three, three, two. One, bed down, and fuck the Packers. Fuck the Packers. All right, everybody, that was another episode of the Chicago City Podcast. We will see you next week. Don't be a dick. Be a ditka. <laughs>